tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries, and your number one source for after-show entertainment. AfterBuzz TV, the destination for TV superfans. Producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows. Interviewing celebrities and showrunners. And bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Oh my god! <laughs> Best guitar solo, so in my opinion, good. of all time! And I'm really, really, really bad at air guitar. <laughs> I'm horrible at air guitar. We are here talking about Supernatural, season 11, episode 8, Just My Imagination. There was an amazing guitar solo, air guitar, from Weems, one of the imaginary friends in our fabulous Supernatural episode today. Alexis, favorite guitar solo of all time. Oh, jeez. Um, 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 oh, you put me on the spot. I'm sorry. I'm trying to remember. Mine is this in November Rain, no, uh, slash in November Rain, famous, favorite guitarist. I'm also wearing my brother's band's t-shirt Shirts? today, because he's... I was an, trying to figure out which shirt that was. I was like, I love it. They're called this. The Hussy. They're an amazing band. They've toured all over the world. They've, like, the last tour was in Australia. They're, like, amazing. Oh, wow. If you guys want to hear some amazing garage punk pop music, mm-hmm. they're fantastic. The Hussy. Do my they brother's have band. guitar solos? He does do guitar. He, my brother plays the guitar, and he's nice. self-taught, so he's rocking on music. Oh, that's awesome. Um, I was just going to say, the first thing that came to my head was Tenacious D solos, which they're always awesome. So. And Katie. Oh, goodness. Were you going to say something by Led, Led Zeppelin? Sure. I don't know. I, <laughs> every guitar solo ever. It's my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, you guys, we are obviously talking about Supernatural. Just my imagination. All about the imaginary friends this episode. And we know that Katie has an imaginary friend because she had talked about this last week. Guys, my name is Lindsay Wegner. Uh, you guys can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all things social media at Lindsay Wegner, L-Y-N-D-S-E-Y-W-E-G-N-E-R. And Katie to my left. Katie, where can they find you and your imaginary friend? <laughs> my imaginary friend, Michael. Now, you can find me on <laughs> Twitter at Katie E.E. Campbell. That's Katie with three E's Campbell. And I found out that Alexis also <laughs> had an imaginary friend that we I just... Wasn't, I wasn't very creative. Oh, not about it today. Uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about your imaginary friend and where people can find you uh, on Twitter to talk about this. You can find me and my imaginary friend, who's actually very still active, uh, at ATORS890, and it was Jessica Rabbit, <laughs> because I loved Who Framed Roger Rabbit as a kid, which I shouldn't have watched as a kid. And uh, it explains a lot about my taste in women. <laughs> we can get to that another time. <laughs> Ladies, the first impressions of this episode today. It rocked. It was fun. It was a really fun episode, and I loved it more because I had an imaginary friend when I was little, and that's all I was thinking about while I was watching it. I was like, hmm, Michael, and thinking about things that I, you know, (laughs) did with Michael, and it was just fun to see. Yeah, I remember actually, like, sitting there, since Jessica Rabbit was a singer, we would have, like, the mic stand and, like, sit there and, like, sing, and I remember one time I tried to climb on the piano and sing on the piano. That didn't work out very well, but (laughs) it was fun. I enjoyed it. Like, those are are the two memories that I can actually, like, recall was trying to climb on my dad's, or my grandpa's uh, grand piano, and it didn't work out very well. (laughs) Yeah. I, I also love this episode. I thought it was fantastic. And I am the only one without an imaginary friend. I feel a little bit alone over here. But I did see Drop Dead Fred. And I used to love, like, I like, I think I called my brother Snotface for a long time. Because I just (laughs) thought it was the most fun, like, cute 
not necessarily mean, um, slightly insulting name. <laughs> but um, let's talk about this episode, which starts in Menominee, Wisconsin. This episode basically took place all over Wisconsin, and Sam talks about Wisconsin, Milwaukee, mm. still in the hometown that I get to see everybody in a couple weeks. Um, we're watching a little girl, Maddie. She's having a tea party oh, with God. Sparkle. Her f- like f- he's wearing like all this furry stuff, and he's a unicorn. Oh. He's a man unicorn. Manicorn. A manicorn, according to Dean. <laughs> I loved Dean this episode. Um, and uh, he, he cleans up. He's like, I'm going to clean up the tea party so that you can go to dinner with her family. And I'm kind of watching the parents sitting there waiting for her saying, are we really supposed to just let her well, indulge the child yeah. in, the, in the fantasy? or They are supposed to, I think, in, in some kind of a sense. But if they were supposed to go to dinner, they need to get her in the car and go to dinner. She yeah. was like, yeah, let's let them eat yeah, Cheerios. I was I'm like, really rude. I, I agree know. with you. My mom would have been like, you better get up from this table. You can go <laughs> like, play with Sparkle when you get home. Exactly. Yeah. You got you to gotta keep the yeah. pace and do all the things that you're supposed to be doing. You can't let the child rule No. But I also the like the fact that the imaginary friend or Sparkle <clears throat> was like, no, you go. I will stay here and I'll clean up and then we'll play when you get back. It seemed like that was the common denominator in all the imaginary friends as we saw this episode, that they always said, no, 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 you follow the rules and, and you got to go do this. Like, they can have their little jokes. Did anybody but- else think that the imaginary friends were going to be evil at first? No. That's what I thought of. I was like, oh man, I hope that it's not like they steal stuff or something. I don't know. I just thought maybe one rogue imaginary friend, possibly, but. I hate everyone. <laughs> yeah, but they're just sweet little things. I was so sad they were getting murdered. Oh, that. Uh, oh, so, well, yes, Sparkle get gets murdered. <laughs> That's bad. So bad. And and Maddie comes home. Amazing scream from this little girl. She was moving she her rocked tongue that and everything. Scream. I was just like, whoa, <laughs> this girl's got some pipes. <laughs> yeah. And, and Sparkle's dead. And so we we hop on over to Sam, who gets woken up by his alarm clock, and he goes out comes out of his room, and all of his favorite snacks are sitting on a table. Sounds like marshmallow nachos. Marshmallow nachos sounds like a brilliant idea. I sounds like I need diabetes on a plate. <laughs> all of that whole table looked amazing. Yeah, everything. I would eat everything, and I would regret it. Yes, halfway through. And Sully shows up. Which was so Sam's imaginary friend. So cute. He was in that movie. Um, can't think of the movie with he's been Jay Baruchel. He's been yeah. in a lot of movies. He's been in a lot of but movies. But he always plays the comedic relief, and he's just so oh, adorable, he's adorable and cute. Adorable. Lovable. I love mm-hmm. him. Very, very lovable. Um, and Dean doesn't initially see Sully when he comes out, but is questioning why all this food is sitting out there. And so, he like, people cannot see the imaginary friend unless the imaginary friend wants them to see themselves, right. which I thought was kind of cool how they control when and where and who can see them. Yeah. Um, and he reveals himself to Dean, and they find out that basically a Xana is a creature who guides and protects children till they no longer, it's no longer necessary. Mm-hmm. Which made me start thinking about my imaginary friend. Okay. I was like, did I need, like, some kind of a guidance? You know, I don't know. I had lots of friends. I was a very, okay. a, like, outspoken child. I performed. One of my friends is a videotape of me, two years old, singing her happy birthday on, like, Aww. a speaker. Yeah, I was very, very friendly. I was happy when I was at the grocery store. I wanted to be around people. I talked to people in the grocery store while I sat in the cart. Like, I wanted to be out and social, but I still had this imaginary friend. I mean, I feel like it doesn't have to be someone who's obviously going through a hard time. It's just that if you have an active imagination, because, I mean, she she had both her parents, even though her dad's not very supportive, and she probably has a lot of good friends. It's just 
just someone just to talk to. Was home. was the imaginary friend? Did they hang out with you when you were in the groups of people? Uh, I don't think so. I don't really remember, you know, those specific moments, mm-hmm. but my parents have told me over the years, basically his name was Michael, and I would hang out with him and watch Barney together. Like, we, I picked out a chair with my mom. I'd sit in a yellow chair, he'd sit in a green chair, and we'd just talk while you we were watching Barney. He it. would eat lunch and dinner with me. My mom would make a little plate, but not every time, she said. Just sometimes he would come and have some food with us. And then, <laughs> when I would take a nap, he would take a nap, and I'd be like, say goodnight to Michael. We just had conversations a lot, and he... So maybe because you were so you had so many friends and you were so active and like when you were out and talking to people that when you were alone you wanted to keep that going so yeah. then he was there that actually to comfort you yeah. when you were by yourself yeah. I like talking you like talking there to you him. go <laughs> so it's just someone for you know for you to listen to I mean mine was completely different because both my parents worked all the time so I was usually home all the time and my grandma was usually like <laughs> like knocked out on the so you sofa. wanted so someone I wanted you know I they put Who Framed Roger Rabbit on and she was a singer she was you know gorgeous she was, she was gorgeous yeah. so what we would do is that she would sing me to sleep or, or she would <clears throat> I think at one point like we'd watch TV and I would like sit on her lap and stuff like because she's she's huge yeah. yeah. so and we used to go like walks and she would do my hair and then mom's like what are you doing because I would like have the brush like back here (laughs) so yeah so I just I I, because I know my brothers had imaginary friends too but it wasn't because they were lonely it's just they just wanted to continue the fun so very neat I I mean I I just remember playing as a little kid and I had like I talked to people but I never had like I was talking to I knew I was talking to myself yeah, or okay. talking to the person that I pictured was there. I had a huge crush on Tom Cruise, so Tom Cruise hey, and I would hey. would play on my swing set together, or Kevin awesome. Costner after I saw Robin Hood. Yeah, you know, like, it depended. Who, but like, I would go and play with them. Yeah, like, that makes and I'd, sense. Be, I'd be riding my bikes, and but I, I guess I'd, like not really an imaginary friend, but that I always had like I was talking to somebody or whatever. Well, at least your imagination was just actors. Yeah, active. That's really we're cool. all we yeah. all have active imagination. <laughs> I mean, we are watching Supernatural. We <laughs> are. Um, so they're going to investigate Sparkles. And we get a little flashback of Sam, who um, wants to go along with Dean. Dean calls him, and Sam wants to go along with him, but Dean, uh, you know, John Winchester doesn't want him to go, and he's too young, and he's got to stay home. And so Sully's hanging out with him. And so he's not necessarily home alone. He's got Sully there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Which I just thought was, like... was adorable. It was cute, and I was... I knew seeing that part... I was going to cry at some point during this episode. You cried? Did you cry? I cried. Oh, no. <laughs> I cried. I got a little emotional. Oh, that's adorable. It was, it was just a cute up. Okay. All right. Let's <laughs> moving on. Moving on. Um, so <laughs> they go to the, uh, Maddie's house where they are child counselors in their Mr. Rogers sweaters is somebody in our live yeah, chat I think it was, earlier. I think it was Boo who said it and I was like, <laughs> yes, I completely agree. Also, she left me a note to, to tell you guys that uh, the guy who plays the trickster, uh, Richard Spite, yeah, yeah. directed this episode which oh, makes yeah. so much sense. So much sense. So yeah. great. fun. So quick. Like This episode really just moved along um, was really, really, really well directed and well written. Which I love. I love it every time he directs something. And, and I'm, I'm like, usually, hey. I'm usually not about like having these episodes that don't really add anything to the story, but they found little ways to add it in. Yeah. But it was so good and so funny. And then Dean saying it was a manicorn, and I literally <laughs> laughed out loud. Uh, Everything about it was just, it was a really really good. This is probably 
one of my favorite episodes of the season. I love mm-hmm. these types of episodes because they just get so creative. We've yeah. seen so many cool things and storylines throughout, you know, mm-hmm. every single season. I love these little stories. Yeah, I mean, that's why the trickster, you know, in past seasons were always my favorite episodes because mm-hmm. they're just so outrageous, but you're, you're, you're entertained, you cry, like yeah. it's a whole thing. And then, uh, then we get back into the, the really like hard stuff. Yes. So, so, um, Sully, they get upstairs to the room and they don't see anything. And so Sully goes, I'm, I'm going to show you what, what we see. And it is like a death scene in some horrible horror movie. That was. Except awful. the most beautiful death scene I've ever seen. She was so Sparkles. excited about the sparkle blood. Glitter I was like, everywhere. Or glitter blood. I'm sorry. Yes. Yeah. So I was just like, ha, ah. <laughs> I mean, no. the guy's faces. When the mom walked in and stepped in it, I can't. And then put her hand in it, oh, and then when her face was on her face, Sam's on her face. Was just, I mean, <laughs> their faces just pure horror and shock. I, I, I didn't know what so to do. Funny. I was sitting there like, do I laugh? Do I puke? I was laughing. I mean, I was laughing, but I was just kind of like in disbelief because <laughs> I was just like, no, no, get it off your face. <laughs> and I, so bad. And I loved Sully's Sully's quote, even when he's dead. Sparkle can't stop shining. (laughs) See, they're good little, they're good little imaginary friends. They don't deserve this. No, I can't even handle this. Like, like she's like sawed off his unit, like his his horn. I was like, come on, a little far here. Jeez, crazy with this. Yeah. Um, So then we see Zoe. Flash forward to Zoe, who is swimming in a little pool. Oh my god! With a gorgeous mermaid. Mm-hmm. Guys, man, uh, the imagination of these children—a a, a sparkly uniform or uni- yeah. uniform unicorn—as um, your imaginary friend, a mermaid, and she li- and you guys have a pool, so she practically lives there, the and she's coolest. having a great time. Yeah, you're gonna go swimming and hang out with the mermaid. These uh, are the coolest Nikki. imaginary Nikki. friends. Nikki, Nikki, the mermaid. Seriously, so cool. I it's wish so, I had one. It's so well. Maybe well, I will now. you can technically become a mermaid if you wanted to. I could, but I just wanted a mermaid friend. My mermaid. roommate makes oh. tails. For really, a living. I and really want to wear one. That's she exactly goes, what she I goes said. To birthday party. She gets dressed and, up. Yeah. She, and she—that's what she does. She just hangs out in the pool, and all the kids run out, and she's like, "Hi guys!" And I'm like, "What?" That's <laughs> really cool. It's great. So neat. <laughs> so neat. So they. Um, <laughs> she's got to go to gymnastics. So she's like, "You go to gymnastics. We'll play after." And she's uh, so sweet. <clears throat> She gets she gets stabbed. Uh like like psycho yeah. like status. It was like over I, and over. I love though that Sully was like, It's a bloodbath. <laughs> I was like, Okay, all right. Stop being punny, but also <laughs> this is ridiculous. Also It was a great pun. Well and Sully yeah. said she also didn't check in last night. So obviously they do kind of check in yeah, to like some a, it's like a telepathic thing they were saying that they all kind of check in with each other and make sure everybody's okay. I mean, who knows? There could be hundreds of other imaginary friends out there. These may just be the ones that are I started thinking about too. I was like, was it because, you know, is it because I was talkative and I just wanted to continue the fun? Or is this like an actual imaginary friend that moved on to other kids after me? Or like, how many are there? Yeah, 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 there's a lot of questions. Yeah. (laughs) And I was like, "Mm." well, and how does one become an imaginary friend? Like, do they die at that age and then they just stay that age forever? Or is it what someone dreams up in their imagination they want their imaginary friend to be? So it's like a little calling card, like, oh, okay, this person wants a unicorn or this person wants a mermaid or this person wants, yeah. like, a normal boy. Well, or it looked like Sully stays in the same mm-hmm. outfit because both Sam and... 
Reese. Reese both recognized them. So, I mean, maybe he changed, like, a few things. But, like, I feel like I like for Nikki, maybe she's just a normal blonde woman, and then she just changes as time progresses mm-hmm. to each kid, maybe. That's what I was thinking. Mm-hmm. Same thing with... Um, um, but then maybe there's a lot of kids that want mermaids as their imaginary Yeah, friends. so then maybe she's so just, she, that's just what she does. Yeah. That yeah. would also be interesting. She's just the mermaid friend. It just mm-hmm. reminded me a lot of, like, Monsters, Inc. and how it's, like, an actual business. And how they're like, oh, yeah. she didn't check in last night. You know, I gotta make sure that she's, you know, okay and stuff. I'm Ooh. like, oh, it's like a little business. She's yeah. so cute. Boo is so cute. Uh, also, right. sorry, one more thing. Uh, Brendan brought up in the chat that Sully, when Sully told Dean to pull up, Dean pull up, I literally lost it because he was just, <laughs> Dean was just digging himself a hole. And he was like, pull up, Dean, pull up. Uh, (laughs) I thought that was great. Sorry. We can continue. I just thought it was So they buried the mermaid, and uh, we see another flashback to Sam and Sully, and they're like best friends. Mm -hmm. He's encouraging him to be what he wants to be. If he wants to go to school, he should go to school. They're playing Um, the Ever Think game. Yeah. 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 They keep things positive, and, and as he's talking to... Sam and everything later on in the episode, we see him saying he needs to be calm for Sam. He needs to not let Sam see him scared. So he's still protecting Sam, even all these years later. Mm-hmm. It's their job. Yeah, I love what? that he's like I check, I, I keep tabs on all my kids, and I'm like, hmm, I hope, I hope. My, I mean, I don't know if she's actually doing that, but that'd be nice. <laughs> what an amazing, Does Michael check in. Yeah, what an amazing relationship, out. though. Mm-hmm. I like that he was also kind of the not like the reason, but he was kind of the driving thought uh, train to get. Uh, Sam may be thinking about going to school since technically mm-hmm. he went to college. So mm-hmm. I was like, hey. that was on Sully. You know, I think he was kind of encouraging him to stay away from the business in a sense because he wanted oh, yeah. him to be safe. Yeah, he was just trying to be right. caring. You know, yeah. and I and I liked that about it. But I knew that any time when Sam or Dean decide to like stray from the path Doesn't of work. hunting, never works. Got to come back nope. to that. Always comes back to it. Mm-hmm. So then we get Fletcher, who he's walking outside with Weems. And they're just—they're gonna dry his sheets <laughs> since he wet the bed, and Aww. this way, mommy doesn't know. Mommy was drinking too much juice. She was, oh, too much mommy juice. Too much mommy juice. Which I thought was. I was like, hey, way, I remember telling that. Way to describe oh. it. Yeah, my mom still does that. <laughs> <laughs> Half a bottle a night. <laughs> and so, as he's hanging the sheets, he gets stabbed, but it doesn't—it doesn't kill him. It hits his fat, and he sees a girl run off and get into this VW bug. So, um, he's calling for Sully, um, and we find out that Weems is not dead. He's, he's trying to hide, and the boys show up with Sully and realize, okay, he's not, he's not dead. He's going to live. He's going to survive. And Dean is questioning why on earth anyone would... Yeah, because he's like a mullet, and yeah. he's got like acid wash thing. jeans. Yeah, yeah. like, like what? what's what's the deal with you? Uh, I do and what does he do? Air guitar, and I love it because like Dean's like, <laughs> I do air guitar. Sam does air guitar. <laughs> we all do air, air guitar. guitar. And then the my favorite scene, just ah, uh, like I love it so much. He just busted out that great guitar solo, and I was just like. Do any of you you guys know what that guitar solo is actually from? Please, somebody tell us. Somebody let us know. I was trying to figure out if it was Led Zeppelin or something, or something that, um, what Wayne plays in Wayne's World. Was that the same one? It sounded similar, but I could be wrong. I need to watch Mm. Wayne's World again. That was, that's such a great movie. Sorry. It's a great movie. Um, Distracted. (laughs) So, plays amazing air guitar. And, um, Weems mentions to Sam that he broke Sully's heart. 
I mean, no. that whole scene, I cried. Like, I teared you up a little teared bit. Up? Teared up a little bit during that scene because, I mean, I didn't do that to my imaginary friend. I kind of just grew out of it. But yeah. just, it's just, it's such a Sam, like a Winchester fashion of just like, I don't need you. I'm going to go hunt monsters. This is what I'm supposed to do. And he's like, but I was just trying to help. They were going to run away together. I know. I know. It made the, me so sad. The little stick with the, the little, like, that's yeah. That's great. I tried that one time. Doesn't fit all of the things you need. <laughs> you tried to run away. I tried to run away with a stick and a bandana, and I was only able to fit my Little Mermaid swim along Barbie doll, and that was and maybe like a flashlight, like a yeah. really tiny one. I would run away and hide in our treehouse, or hide Ooh. in a tree. I'd go up and sit in a tree for a couple hours, and That's then smart. Be like, well. I need to eat. <laughs> Gotta go back. So I guess I, went, I have to go back home. <laughs> I tried to walk away with a bag to walk down the street and went right back. Yep, I did the same thing. I got out <laughs> the door. I got to my neighbor, Mrs. Edelstein or Emma Steen or something. And she was like, where are you going, sweetie? And I was like, I'm running away. And she's like, food? I'm like, sure. And then I ended up falling asleep <laughs> and my parents picked me up. Love you, Mom. <laughs> All of us tried to run away. It didn't work out. <laughs> no, it didn't really work. Um, so, yeah, Sam gets a call from Dad to go to Milwaukee and so he's he's gonna leave and it leaves Sully broken hearted mm-hmm. and Sam admits that you know he was a kid at the time he didn't realize what he was doing he didn't know I like that he apologized I like that he apologized too I mm-hmm. think that was important um, I was waiting for that moment yeah and then I was well, like well mm-hmm. when he called him a pretend friend and that he didn't really exist and he wished that he could unmake him that's up. when I was just like oh, oh. no he didn't ow, realize ow, what ow, he was ow, saying. He was too yeah, young. He was, a, he was a kid. Kids say yeah. really terrible things, and they mm-hmm. don't mean it until later. And Sam does compliment Sully, saying he really helps the kids, and um, he feels bad about how he treated him. And he calls, and Sully calls Sam a hero. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This whole world. scene was just so, like, cute and heartwarming. Um, and Aww. says he did really good. And Sam tells him about the darkness and how God actually thinks that he can help but he might have to go to the cage with Lucifer. Um, and God wants him to go back. And he's not sure if he wants to. And Sully asks if he wants to go back or if he wants to run away. Mm-hmm. Sam said, I, I used to think that I do, but I don't I don't think I need to anymore. Which is interesting. They threw in another little thing showing us how powerful and scary the darkness is when the imaginary friends are even talking about it. Yeah, like they, he was saying that people have just been, that's what they're calling it. And that's mm-hmm. what I'm hearing. And I'm just like, man, this is. This is something on a whole different level, and I, I don't know what to think now. Yeah. It's yeah. kind of crazy. Do you guys think that Sam should do it, go to the cage, figure it out, or let him and Dean just run away and also figure it out their way? There's always another way, right? Yeah. I just have so. to find it. Yeah, they I just agree. have to find it. I don't, I don't think it's a good idea for Sam to go in the cage, but let's talk about that when we get to our predictions. Yes. yes. Um, so, um, we have Reese, who's actually the girl from the VW bug. She's got Dean tied up. Um, Sam and Sully think that Dean has texted them. It's actually her. She's got him tied up to get to Sully. And we find out why she wants to get to Sully and why she's been killing these imaginary friends. Her twin sister, Aubrey, was playing tag with Sully. And they both knew Sully. And, yeah, totally Sully. Monsters, Inc., that's what that's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's what the that's whole the thing whole with thing. that with Drop Dead Fred. Yeah, yeah. sorry, whole, oh. connected that right now. Lord mercy. Um, but so they're playing hide and go seek, and she ran out in the road and got hit by a car. And so Reese, trying to explain this to her family, she ran out after the imaginary friend and got hit. I mean, it's rough. can you imagine how traumatic that is as a child? And Sully didn't know what to do, so he left. Instead of being there for her when she really, really needed him, he left. And so she's trying to kill everybody. 
And I mean, you understand where she's coming from and why, but I love Dean coming back and saying revenge isn't going to help. Mm-hmm. Should take his own advice. Uh, like, yes. um, but no, I really love that story, and it really, it really showed how you know. I've seen, like, kids just kind of, like, run out into the street just because, like, there's a ball or something. Mm -hmm. Like, they don't really think about it. So the fact that she had to sit there and deal with the fact that she saw this person run out with her sister into the... And she couldn't do anything about it is just... It's so heartbreaking. Well, I mean, you you do understand where she's coming from, but this revenge is not going to make her feel better. Revenge doesn't make you feel better. It's a temporary high. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I just just felt bad. Um, You have to find the source of it, which is what Sully did by saying... I'm sorry. And he truly meant it and felt bad and was willing to sacrifice his life for her so that she would feel better about himself. He was once again completely doing what the imaginary friends did. Mm -hmm. They gave their lives and protected them until it it wasn't necessary anymore. anymore. And he was willing to do that for her. So do you think maybe now he's going to go help another kid? Because, you know, he didn't go. After that whole accident, he wouldn't go back. I think he will. I think he'll go back. I think he should. I think he's a great imaginary friend. I found it a little... I mean, I guess she did get the sorry from Sully, but she was really violent, and she was just killing everybody. And I'm like, they just let her go. I I mean, I know that she... I know that she technically... (laughs) I think... Like, I know that she technically, like... She saw a bunch of shrinks when she was a child. I think she should continue to see help. Uh, I'm glad that Sully's going to be checking in more and helping her out with that. But, yeah, I think Sam and Dean should have been like, hey, like, maybe you should, I don't know, take yourself in. Also, the whole thing about her learning about Xana and and having a witch do the spell. A witch. Is Uh, it Rowena? That's what I was thinking. And gave her the knife, too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think so. Totally think it's Rowena. I actually have that written. Nice job, Katie. Yeah. Way to bring that up. It was Rowena. Uh, I was like, "Mm." Girl. <laughs> totally. So, um, they hug. And it was it and was it, great. That's when I cried. Yeah, no. It was it was it was heart wrenching. I was like, huh, all right, this is what's happening today. <laughs> all right, here we go. <laughs> and then Sam tells Sully that he's a hero to him. Oh. And how much he helped him and mm. they say their goodbyes. More tears. Uh, and and Dean's not such a germ after all. Yeah. Aww. I was like, happy endings for all. Bringing it all but around. He was like, what? Freaking circle. <laughs> I feel like if Dean had an imaginary friend, it would totally be Weems. I think so. I think it would be Weems or, uh, like, I don't know. Like a badass version of Weems. Yeah, I probably. my language, guys. <laughs> no. Um, I, I'm thinking of, like, uh, gosh, why am I forgetting the guy with the mustache? Come on, Alexis. Bring... Guy with the mustache. Uh, the actor, um, he, he was dating Monica in... Oh, yes. yes. Richard. Dr. Richard. Oh, Burke, Tom Selleck? Thank yeah. you. I think I can see him loving Tom Selleck or like, <laughs> or like, um, like Hasselhoff or something. Like, I don't know. Clint Eastwood. Clint Eastwood. Yeah, exactly. I just saw that episode where he, he's like, I'm, I'm Eastwood. Clint. And I was like, ah! So uh, great. Nikki S says, but the Witcher's Romanian, right? Didn't we say Romanian? Oh. And, I and Rowena, But like, could Rowena, Rowena be traveling right now? Ooh, maybe you know she I'm was saying? in Romania at that time. She's definitely not around. She is. Uh, who was that? Uh, Nikki, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I just assume that Rowena's gotten around, you know, but I don't, It could maybe it's a different witch that maybe we mm-hmm. have to come across, and maybe Rowena yeah. doesn't like this witch. Yeah. I don't know. We might get a, like a, a giant battle between this Romanian witch and Rowena. Yeah. So well, I just thought too. It has to be somebody that wants to stir the pot a little bit because yeah. you know you're obviously going with a knife. You're getting vengeance against these sweet little imaginary friends. I'm trying to hurt so, a fly. 
you know, if I was a witch, I would be like, no. Yeah, You're not going to go do that. I don't know. So somebody's stirring the pot, you think it could be Rowena. It certainly could be Rowena. <laughs> well, the boys are driving. Um, uh, we have this conversation. Back on the road. And Sam says, they'll find another way. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I'm getting lots of tweets right now. <laughs> find another way. And But what's the other way? What S- is the other way? There has to be another way out there because there's always there's always something else. But what is it? Will they be able to figure it out before it's too late? I don't know. After looking at that preview for next week, it's gonna be it's gonna be All right. just literally hell on earth. Let's get into some predictions then. All right. And now your after buzz TV predictions. I do agree with Boo. Uh, how is going to the police saying I'm running to imaginary friends? I don't think she would, she would end up going to the nut house. I'm like. Um, but no, um, I don't know what to think of. I, there has to be another way, and but it also looks like it's going to be crazy. Also, a burning bush. <laughs> so. Burning bush. Um, they they ask God for the way to beat the darkness. It means Sam in the cage with Lucifer. Cast or um, Crowley says there might be, he gives them hope, but there might be another way. Well, Dean and the darkness kiss and. We um, see Lucifer the darkness says, finally grown, yeah, yeah. too. Grown, she's grown to adult, and Lucifer says, I'm your only hope. So that's what our little preview was. Well, I definitely think that, we, like we've been saying for <clears throat> weeks now, I think there's definitely going to be a Crowley Brothers team up. There has to be at this mm-hmm, point. Mm-hmm. One, two, I don't know how don't know how they're going to deal with Lucifer since obviously he is in the cage and he says he's the only hope. So I don't know if that means that Crowley and Sam are going to go in there and get him out. Maybe or you know team I'm, up together. I'm a little nervous about Lucifer coming back, but I'm also kind of really excited. He's such an interesting character. I love him. I think yeah. I want to. I just I love seeing him on screen and just doing his thing. I just I don't know. I wouldn't mind him being out of the cage. I just don't know how I feel about it. Yeah. I don't know. It's if Mark Pellegrew, right? Yes, I think so. He's on Lost. Mm-hmm. Really great actor. Mm-hmm. I'm a little scared, but I'm kind of excited to learn more about this whole storyline. Yeah, I just I just want to know what are the measurements and how far do we go to get rid of this darkness? Because she seems like she's she's on she's on the the, the path of wrath. You know, no, I like <laughs> it. I like it. But why do they kiss? I'm t- because they're they're this they're is their bond. I'm a connected bond, and I'm just like, so what's happening? <laughs> I feel like there's another way. I'm hoping that, like you ladies said, I agree with you that Castiel and Crowley, everyone's going to need to work together to figure out another way because I think they're all going to want to beat the darkness. Team up against her. Because Mm -hmm. as much as they all want to, like, create trouble for each other and make each other's jobs far more difficult, this is more powerful, it seems like, than all of them. So combining their efforts will hopefully... What's scary about that, though, is people are going to have these, mm-hmm. you know, ultimatums and these things that, well, if I do this for you, you're going to have to do mm-hmm. this for me. And it's going to be a lot of, like, you owe me one kind of thing. But When the, we yeah. defeat the darkness, eventually, because we will, yeah. when we do that, I think we're going to have a lot more problems because of all the people that had to team up together. The chat is blowing up right now. Yeah. Dubs. Um, so everyone's saying, yes, Crowley... Uh, team up. Uh, Brendan made a good point. So he just thought that the knife that Reese got from the witch. So what if somehow Ruby is back, but as a witch? Mm. Um, uh, Sam and Dean got a demi- uh, demon killing knife from Ruby. So maybe Reese got a Xana killing knife from her. Maybe they can use that to their advantage, maybe somehow. Um, what about Michael? Isn't he mm-hmm. in the cage as yep. well? So maybe he and- can help. Um, uh, <laughs> Nikki, I hope Dean and Amara don't have a baby. And I'm like, yeah, let's not do that. Um, <laughs> But, um, 
And Boo thinks that the kiss is probably how Dean kills Amara. And I'm like, nah, I don't know about that, but it might help. But I don't think we're going to have her die just yet. No, I don't think we're going to have her die it's just, just yet. It's just the mid-season finale. Yeah. There's no but way. But maybe it'll bring him some sort of power or help him see what she sees. Mm-hmm. Or maybe a weakness. Like, like some a sort vision of type or some sort of weakness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's there's got to be something. That, I mean, that's got It's the kiss of death. So, so yeah. My prediction is that uh, when this, whatever is happening in this episode is going to weaken her, so she has to run away. Uh, then we're not going to see her for a few episodes, maybe maybe little glimpse, and then most of the time she's going to be monster of the week until it starts getting until she starts getting her strength back, and then Sam and Dean figure out a different way to fully kill her. Okay. She, if people team up against her too, she's got to come up with some kind of a thing, some kind of a team. Maybe we get the Grombies back. Grombies, Grombies, you know? I miss them. <laughs> yes. Yeah. No, I think I completely agree with that. I just because I feel like that was just like a little blip. I think we need more of that. So I feel like either a she's going to get more Grombies in this episode because it looked like she was at a church mm-hmm. of some sort, mm-hmm. and then maybe it didn't work out. So she's trying to make them like full fledged like Grombie soldiers or something. Yeah. My girl Brandy on Twitter tweeted me and she's like, "When you start to refer to everything like all zombies as Grombies, I was like, yes, I started yeah, a word. You I did. It. So fun. Uh-huh. Um." Predictions. I'm still thinking that this darkness thing, I want to find out the story between her and God and what yep. broke this bond that they had as brother and sister. Mm-hmm. Yeah. want to find that out. Um, I've got some exciting news for you guys, and what? it's not a prediction, but it's really exciting news. We are going to have the Queen Bee here herself, Rowena, is going to be here next week with us to discuss the show. Yay! So exciting. She's going to be in the episode, and she messaged me and said it's going to be a belter. And I'm not quite sure what that means. (laughs) Um, It's probably going to be a doozy. You're going to be screaming. You're going to be belting out your biggest scream. It's going to be, yeah, it's going to be, yeah. (laughs) Um, And she's going to hopefully have two guests with her from this one from this season and one from some past seasons. I'm not going to give you guys their names. (gasps) I'm going to make you sit and wait till next week. I know I'm horrible. Maybe if you guys ask really nicely, I'll tell you. Or if you ask her, we'll do see. We, do you think we're, uh, not in this episode, do, but do you guys think God's going to show up this season? Yeah, but uh, not next episode. No, no, that's why I said not I, next episode, but yeah. the rest, like, sometime in the season, maybe the finale. A maybe. lot of people commenting on YouTube don't want to see him. And <laughs> Sorry, everyone in the chat's like, oh my God! <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, a lot of people are saying on YouTube they don't want to see God. And then the more I thought about it, I would love to see God. But I'm also, I'm Catholic and I'm religious. I, I don't want to see him. Yeah. I don't want to know what he, like, I just believe that he's there. Yeah. So maybe there is, we won't see him. I'm hoping that maybe it's kind of like, like, a, like you have to find a vessel kind of thing. So maybe they like switch it yeah. up. If Morgan Freeman shows up, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> I am okay with this. Yes, yes. Um, but uh, if, if not, I don't have to see him. I was I like the fact I mean things a little cheesy that he decided to burn up a bush I was like mm, get out of here but I we all know that that God can sometimes have a sense of humor so Katie would you want to see God yeah you do yeah okay <laughs> all right two against one four all right you guys uh, any last thoughts about the episode before we close up the show no I just can't wait to see their faces next week <laughs> I might wear my Castiel dress again just for her so oh, we'll yes. see we'll see yes. she's got her beautiful Castiel dress on like it's amazing yeah. I was really sad because I thought she was going to be here this week because I had my weeks all messed up since I was gone for two weeks so I was like I'm going to wear this I'm going to impress wear oh, it she's again she's not here so I'm wearing yeah, it again wear it again, so again. apologize yes. <laughs> All right, you guys. Lexus. Chuck is gone. Chuck is gone. Chuck is gone. 
<laughs> Alexis, where can people find you? You can find me all over social media at ATORES890. If you're a fan of DC, I'm actually going to be on the DC Movie News on our other sister channel today um, at Popcorn Talk, so look up for that. We're going to be talking about the new uh, Batman vs. Superman trailer that just came out yesterday, but uh, also look at all our other channels here, Black Hollywood Live, Book Circle Online, Every Girl That Should Be Coming Up Real Soon, um, and again, my vlog at ATORES890. And Katie. You guys can find me on Twitter at Katie E. Campbell. That's Katie with three E's Campbell. Instagram at Katie Campbell 13 and YouTube.com slash Katie Campbell online. I have a vlog and I'm going to get some new videos out soon. And my last one was a chocolate candy challenge. It was super fun. You guys that should check it out. That was my favorite video. I'm <laughs> going you, to try it. Did yeah. you watch it? I did. Oh I'm going gosh. to try it. I'm so excited. Yeah, it's so fun. Yeah. You guys should try it at home. I'm going to do it. Well, yes, now I've got to try it. <laughs> <laughs> this is Lindsay here. You guys can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Lindsay Wagner, that's L-Y-N-D-S-E-Y-W-E-G-N-E-R, or my blog, lindsaywagner.blogspot.com. Make sure if you guys want to talk to us on YouTube, iTunes, SoundCloud, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all those things, you're using the hashtag ABTV Supernatural so we can group everything together and find out what you guys are saying. We love chatting with you. Thank you guys for learning, joining in the live feed. So excited for Rowena next week and her two special guests. We'll see you guys then. Bye. Bye. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, see you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only. Do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 